This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey guys, want to last longer in bed without having to worry about it? I mean, you should want to last a little bit longer in bed because there really is an orgasm gap and girls take a little bit longer to come than guys, but that's okay because I have the solution for you and that is Promescence Delay Spray. Promescence Delay Spray is clinically proven to make you last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer. It's not going to totally numb you out and it won't transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they have a whole line of women's products. My favorite is their warming gel. Your girl will love it. Or if you're a girl listening to this, you'll love it. They also have lube and condoms. They have supplements called Vitaflux. That's not only going to make you stronger, it's going to make you hornier. Okay, listen, I love Promescent products, but don't just take it from me. Over 2,000 medical professionals recommend them too. So go get yourself some Promescent. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon for all your Promescent products. They have 60 day money back guarantee. There's free shipping and your package is going to arrive discreetly. Promescent.com slash strictly anon or just go to the description. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you uh, want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. I change everybody's names. You could call me from a phony number. Or you can email me from a phony email. I just want to hear your true story. You could also be yourself if you're out and proud. I love that as well. Uh, but if you have an interesting, naughty life that you want to talk about while being on my show, you could send me an email, Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, Strictly Anonymous Podcast.com and click on Be on the Show. On my website, you get to see like a little bit of me. I do do some videos where I don't show my face on YouTube and those videos are on my website. So if you do want to catch a little glimpse of me, you could go there, Strictly Anonymous Podcast.com. Uh, if you want, have a confession that you want to get off your back, you could leave it on my confessions hotline. You could call that number 24 seven. Uh, the number is three, four, seven, four, two, oh, three, five, seven, nine, three, four, seven, four, two, oh, three, five, seven, nine. I change the voices of those confessions as well. All of those, as well as pictures of my guests are all on my Patreon anonymous pictures of uh, like all every female that has been on my show if you want to put some pics to like these episodes that you're hearing they're all over on my patreon along with like hundreds of the anonymous confessions that i got as well as access to my private discord channel you're gonna want to fucking sign up for that after you hear candy's story okay because candy's gonna go there and post a very infamous picture which i have already saw which is a picture of 
where she's got her tattoo. It's uh, it's pretty hardcore and cool, and you're going to want to see it, and she's going to go onto my Discord and post it there. She also sent me some pics for my Patreon. Uh, she's also on FetLife, and she gives that information. Uh, my Patreon is patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. That's patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. It's only $5 to join. You could cancel it anytime. It's really a great deal for all you get. You also get all the episodes early and ad-free. Now, I just spoke about Candy. She's on this week. You're going to love her story. She's super interesting. She is a woman. She's 54. Her literally, her her subject line of her email was 54-year-old MILF hot wife slut, okay? Now, let me tell you, she does not disappoint. This is a woman who's, you know, been there, done that in life. I mean, she was uh, married. She had kids. She has a very successful career. Uh, And she recently really came into her own again in when it comes to sex. I mean, it wasn't like this is not a story of a super vanilla woman who all of a sudden is having gangbangs. This is a woman who was always fucking into sex. But when she was younger, you couldn't be that into sex or you were just labeled. We talk all about that kind of stuff in the beginning. But she knew she was bisexual when she was very young. She had some experiences with another, you know, with a girl at that time. Uh, When she got married, she let her husband know that she was really into women. And he was, of course, down with that, you know. But we're still talking about like 20-something years ago. Uh, They had threesomes. They got into the swinger community. It was, you know, they did swaps. They hold around with couples. They got unicorns, all that kind of good stuff. And then... They eventually uh, got divorced. And then after her divorce, she started dating and she was going to get back out there. And she just realized she wasn't into like, you know, settling down with a guy in her age range. What she realized was she was really into fucking young guys, not fucking young guys, like fucking young guys, (laughs) young guys with big dicks, good looking, tall Young guys with big dicks. I mean, she talks about exactly what she's looking for. She's very selective, but she's down for everything. She talks about like the first guy, the first young guy that made her realize that she was into uh, young guys. That's a super interesting story. And then after that experience, she just like started going on the apps and she went on to uh, FetLife. She became super successful on there. She's got like 65,000 followers. Now, if you are on FetLife, you might know her. She's Fit Vixen. You might be like, oh my God, I know her because she did rise to the top on there. Uh, and I'm not surprised because I've seen her pictures already. She's like super hot. She's has a great body. Uh, she goes on FetLife. She's a real woman looking for, you know, everything. She's does gangbang. She does threesome. She does foursome. She's got a girlfriend. She's Polly. She has a cuck now who is like her main guy and she's got that girlfriend, but that girlfriend is married to a husband and they have foursomes all together. I mean, this is a woman that's never going to settle down in the traditional sense. Again, she's really open and into doing whatever she wants. She's a very successful businesswoman. So when she gets down, she loves to be submissive and be taken advantage of. She wants to be like a dirty slut and just like give it all up. Uh, And that's what we talk about. All of that stuff, her whole journey, what she got into, what she's into now. Uh, She is uh, on the verge of launching her OnlyFans. She gives a shout out to all of that. Uh, All of her information will be in the description. But you're going to love her story. I think it's like amazing. And you will too. So I'm going to be right back on with Candy. (laughs) 
Hi, Candy. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Listen, I was just telling you, I love your name. It's super slutty, kind of like, you know, you. Uh, But we'll talk about your story. But like your name, I love the name Candy. And you were saying like, oh, I always need candy after sex. What do you get your guys to get you after sex? You were just telling me. Yeah. So my guys, you know, if I'm hooking up with someone or, you know, just a meetup, it's a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Or even one of my regulars, they'll ask, yo, you know, do you want some wine? Do you want, what do you want? I'm like, you need to get me Sour Patch Kids and Nerd Ropes <laughs> because I crave sugar after sex. Oh my God. So Candy really is the perfect name for you. Now, listen, this yeah. is your quick story and then you're going to get into the long effing story. Okay. I mean, yeah. the subject of your email to me was 54 year old MILF hot wife slut. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of the above. Yeah. I mean, and so you're on Fat Life. You've been like going on there. You live a very double life, right? You have a very vanilla career. You're a successful career woman, but nobody knows that you have this other thing that you're very successful at because you did go on Fat Life, right? To meet people and you have like tons of followers, right? Like 60 something yeah. thousand followers on there, right? You love. Yeah. I mean, I've only been on for about 16 months. Right. I joined at the end of January 2022. And I mean, I started getting some followers and that was fun. It was to meet people and to to indulge in kind of the cuck hot wife experience with my cuck who's on there and and just, you know, uh, dive in and kind of see what it's about. And then once I got uh, my very distinct tattoo, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> uh, and that started, you know, I started posting photos of that. It just exploded. And and it was funny because my cuck suggested that tattoo. I, I sent him a picture of of my legs spread and, you know, me holding, you know, my, my lips open. And, and he said, hey, you need to get a tattoo on your taint so everyone knows what you are. <laughs> and why don't you tell everybody what that fucking tattoo well, on your taint that, that, I, that I saw? I saw it. I know what you it is. You saw it. Yeah. And then he sent me back. Uh, he basically edited the photo and he had written the word whore uh, around the space on, you know, between my ass the taint, and my pussy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The taint. And so it's my taint too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it says whore and it's in capital letters. Uh, it's not huge. It's, you know, kind of scaled to my anatomy. And since then, I've added seven labia, well, six labia piercings and a Christina piercing. Yeah, people, um, you're going to have to, because I started this thing, like with my Patreon, I just do R-rated picks, like sexy picks. Like you sent me a sexy pic that's R-rated. I could put on there so my Patreon members could see an anonymous pics of you. I'll take your face out. But, you know, that other pic is great for my Discord. Like I have a private Discord that people pay for. Like like any of my Patreon members get access to it. You'll get in there for free because you're a caller, awesome. right? And you could go on there and you could show them this pic like that you sent me. Because I saw it and yeah. it's got all the piercings and everything. It's actually a very pretty picture. And then it just this little like you said it's just like perfectly fit in there that word whore and it's kind of like you know like shaped like it's a crescent fabulous. moon right <laughs> it's around yeah it. yeah oh my God. it's just kind of and that you know the tattoo artist that did it you know was like okay so spread your legs oh and, my God. and and be in the position that you want it viewed at its best right because oh, you know your anatomy right. changes so much so i had to spread my legs and then yeah he went to town and, you know, it looks really good when I have a big, thick plug-in because it kind of, it, 
it stretches it. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty hot. So yeah, it's it's a fun party trick. <laughs> and that got you all your followers on Fat Life. I would say it started a trend. Like people just latched onto that. And you know, I you know, I, like I said, sixteen months ago, I had zero followers, and now I have almost sixty five thousand. Right. And you love like in your email to me, it was like, I love fucking guys. I have a girlfriend. Like you're bisexual. Like when did all of this? start was it 20 2022 or whenever you joined fat life or were you did you meet you said you met this cuck before right like when did you get into doing all yeah. of that he actually introduced me to fat life but you know i don't know how far back you want me to go but i mean it started when we, i was young yeah right? let's go there right like i knew i was bisexual by the time i was 10 or 11 mm-hmm. i remember having a sleepover with my mom's business partner's daughter who was a little older than I was and she uh, were sleeping in our family room and she suggested that I play with her clit. Wait, how old were you guys? I I was about 11 and she was about 13. Wow. So, you know, like uh, girls exploring girls. Yeah. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, is this bad? You know, like what's wrong with me? Just because, you know, Back then, you know, we're talking the late 70s, uh, almost 1980. It just was. It was not uh, a still, thing. It was yeah, it so not common. a thing. Mm-mm. Yeah, not a thing. And and then we swore to never tell anyone, like no one would ever know. And we that night we just, you know, played with each other. So that was kind of my first foray into girls. And then I actually lost my virginity at a young age, 13 and a half, consensually. It was my boyfriend that summer. and. Mm-hmm. You know, it, he was older and I wanted to try it. And so I was pretty sexually active at a young age and all through high school kind of dabbled here and there was careful, though, because, again, the second a girl, you know, kind of dabbled in anything other than a boyfriend and monogamy, she was a slut totally. and a whore. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a term of endearment. Or something to be proud of, you know, it was a name of shame. And so, you know, I grew up in an era where doing anything other than vanilla monogamy was shameful. Yeah, you were either the girl you marry or the girl you fuck. And if you were the girl you fuck, you were never going to get married. Like, that's how it was. And that was taboo, yes. Mm -hmm. You were dirty. You were a dirty whore, right? You were not worthy. Like, you're not worthy to bring home. That's how it felt. You're not worthy to bring home to mama, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the caveat being, you know, boys and men could do whatever they wanted and they just were a stud. Yeah, they were right? popular. They were like yeah, the guy. Yeah, they were popular. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the guy you wanted to fuck. And so, yeah. you know, but I grew up in the status quo. I never questioned it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I just had to fly under the radar and do me quietly. I went, you know, so I, and then I got sent to boarding school my, my last two years of high school because I was kind of tearing it up. I got sent to a private all girls boarding school, which was, you know, my, my virtual chastity belt, I think. And my mom, you know, just couldn't, couldn't hang in there with me anymore. I was just uh, running amok. Right. Wild child. Yeah. Yeah, Wild child. So after I graduated high school, I I went to London, England to uh, go to college and, you know, I got to fly my freak flag high because I was 8,000 miles away and I had no one to answer to. And so that was super exploratory for me. And then got into back to Los Angeles uh, when I was 19 and started working in the music industry. 
Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Hey guys, listen, I get it. There are just certain things that you do not want to talk to your doctor about, okay? (laughs) But here's the thing. Most men's health issues have really simple solutions, and RexMD is all about simple solutions. RexMD makes getting generic and branded Viagra or Cialis easy. Everything's online, even the prescription, and they deliver it right to your door, no office visit, necessary. It's super simple, it's fast, and it's cheap. Did you know that Viagra can cost $90 a pill? Okay, RexMD has a generic Viagra that's just as effective for as low as $2 a pill. RexMD has already helped over 300,000 guys gain confidence quickly and conveniently, and now they're here to help you. Act now to take advantage of my deal by heading to rexmd.com strictly. My exclusive deal will save you up to 90% off where you'll pay as low as $2 per dose on generic Viagra instead of 90 plus on Viagra. Starter packs of generic Viagra or Cialis are now available for my listeners to get started. That's rexmd.com slash strictly for up to 90% off plus a free gift. Your partner will thank you. That's rexmd.com slash strictly. Go there now or just go to the description and click on the link for up to 90% off plus a free gift. And of course, hung out with a ton of bands and I got to uh, talk about freak flag. I, you know, fucked around like, uh, again, a wild woman, but again, uh, starting to just not really worry about what other people think at that point, like kind of coming into myself and feeling like, oh, you know, I don't, I'm not going to care about what these people think because I'm happy doing me. Yeah. Although it's still getting labeled a slut or easy or like a sure thing or, you know, whatever it was. Right. Uh, and, and you kind of knew that about yourself. And then eventually kind of cleaned up my act. I got a little tore up in LA and came back to Northern California and ended up meeting the man I would marry. And, you know, in the very beginning of our relationship in my early 30s, I described to him my bisexuality and why it was something I I didn't want to lose sight of. And uh, he was all for it. So we joined kind of the swinging culture Oh, okay. Uh, in the mm-hmm. Bay Area. So we were swingers in our early 30s. Lots of unicorns coming into play with us, some couple swapping, that kind of thing. He ran our accounts. I mean, back then, I think it was Adult Friend Finder. I can't even remember what they were. This is, we're talking early 2000s. So 
I didn't really have much agency in running the account. Mm-hmm. I just kind of showed up, although I could veto if something or someone didn't appeal to me. I, I had, you know, first right of refusal. So that was fun. And then, you know, our careers take off. Our We start having kids. We're paying a mortgage. Life is busy. And so that all kind of falls to the wayside. But Fast when you forward. were doing that, let me ask you real quick. When you were doing yes. that, was it just you guys? Well, you were doing the couple swapping. So was it like full swaps, like full on, like you yeah, could do whatever you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I would say I was a little uh, tentative because I'd never been with a partner doing that. Like when I was, you know, getting my freak on in my 20s, I was just super slutty. I just kind of, you know, ended up fucking whoever I wanted, mm-hmm. whenever I wanted. I didn't really do a lot of group play or anything like that and so I had to find my kink legs so to speak in my early 30s and but soon found you know my my groove and my my back then I would say my preference was just having a female join us yeah threesomes Um, with your with your guy though right Mm -hmm. yeah threesomes are great sometimes foursomes not so much because it just takes one person to be off yeah and then it you know, it messes everything up. So it's a lot of personalities to kind of uh, get to fall into place and everyone jive and and dig each other. So, you know, but it it was, you know, again, kind of my exploration, my launch into kink. Yeah. And maybe the precursor to where I am now. Yeah. And then, you know, fast forward, our marriage starts to kind of unravel for, you know, a bazillion reasons. We end up separating and then getting divorced. And I, put my, you know, social and sex life on the back burner for a couple of years to kind of regroup and pick up the pieces and, you know, kind of become a primary breadwinner. My income was always kind of part-time just because I was raising kids and, you know, full-time mom, part-time career woman. And so I had to kind of reinvent myself and, and start earning. And, and I did, I, you know, I spent a couple of years really working my, my ass off in my vanilla career and getting to where I could be more comfortable and then started to date and I was dating men my age. So back then it was about 51, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 50, 51 and really miserable. Like all (laughs) just, and I couldn't figure out why. And I was like, I come back from these dates and I'd be like, what is wrong with me? Like the guy was nice, good looking. We had great conversation, but nothing sparked it. And, and, when I pick it apart now, I think it was because uh, I felt a sense of desperation off these older guys a little bit. And not to generalize, I know that's mm-hmm. not across the board, but in, you know, I was on Hinge and Bumble, and those are dating apps, yeah. vanilla dating apps. Mm-hmm. And you can weave kink into those, but you're, people are looking for specific things, and they're oftentimes looking for a soulmate. And I just realized I wasn't ready to be anyone's soulmate. And I certainly wasn't ready to get shacked up and I'll, I'll never marry again. I'm, I'm a firm believer that once was enough. Uh-huh. I don't have a, a reason to get married. I don't need to get married. I have my career and my success. I don't need anyone to support me. I'm happy being autonomous that way. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you know, marriage is more of a, uh, would, I, I'll never get divorced again, so I'm never going to get married again. Yeah, yeah, I get so, it. And it was kind of getting this vibe from these older guys, and it was really sitting poorly with me. And so I pulled back, stopped dating, and COVID hit. And just as I was like, oh, maybe I'll start dating again and and dive in differently, COVID hit. And so I was on the back burner again. <laughs> and then 
this is the big moment. Yeah. In September of 2021, I was having my solar panels cleaned up on my house. And the crew that showed up had a third guy. Usually it was these two guys. Had a third guy. And and he, uh, I'd never seen him before, but he got out of the truck and started walking up. I'd just gotten ready. I was going to go meet clients and have lunch with friends. I looked really good. And we locked eyes. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, I want to fuck that guy. <laughs> and he was a like, young guy? Oh, my God, he cannot be more than 25 years old. What oh. is wrong with me? Because <laughs> yeah. here yeah. I am, I'm like 52 yeah. at this point, yeah. right? I'm 52. And I'm like, what the fuck? And we flirt and we're smiling and it's like no one else is in the room, so to speak. And yeah, one of those moments. What they do. And I go work, you know, I'm working from my home and then I come back out and they're done and the other guys are at the truck and he and I are standing there chit-chatting and he looks at me and goes, I just have to tell you, you are one of the most beautiful women I've ever met in person. And I looked at him and I said, what did you just say? Wow. And he said, I'm serious. And I'm like, huh. Thank you. And I was so kind of dumbfounded. I, I couldn't collect myself. I didn't know what to say. They took That's off. so ballsy of him and hot, it's you know, to have that kind of hot. Yeah, that kind of confidence at that young age to say that, that to a woman, you know, who's like obviously successful. You probably have a really nice house that he's there. You know what I mean? Like that takes balls. Yeah. He's oh got my God, game. Nice house, nice <laughs> yeah. cars. Yeah. I mean, I'm clearly, you know, doing well. And yeah. And again, this guy is really hot yeah. and tall surfer, just good looking, funny guy. And so I ended up texting the other guy whose number I had. And I said, hey, can you give that your your coworker my number? <laughs> I, I want to talk to him. And so I guess they gave him a you know world of, of grief on that one. But he texted me you know, later that day and then asked me out to dinner. And I said, all right. So here I am. I haven't really been with anyone for almost four years. Wow. And now that's not to say I haven't worked myself into a frenzy. I mean, I, I can take care of myself like nobody's business. So that's never an issue, but I haven't had physical contact. Right. But it wasn't like you of, lost your sex drive, like your sex drive yeah, was and up I, and, and, and running. And good I, too. I hyper, yeah. I hyper focused on work and family and, mm -hmm. and my girls, you know, I have teenage daughters and I hyper focused on things that needed to be kind of focused on. And I lost sight of other things. Yeah. And all of a sudden this guy just kind of kicked in my like it just kicked in. Well, we went out to dinner uh, two nights later, took me out to a really nice restaurant, which made me giggle because I'm, you know, what is he earning? 20 bucks an hour, you know, making, <laughs> you know, cleaning solar panels. But uh, we're talking at dinner and, and, and he's just so excited that I'm with him. Like he's showing me off to be, it's so cute. And, and, and he said something about uh, dating, you know, dating. I, you know, I said, have you dated older women? He said, oh yeah, I was with a woman about your age. I'm like, so how old do you think I am? And he said, what, 40, maybe 41? And I looked at him and I go, no, I'm older than that. And he's like, 42? I'm like, keep going. <laughs> and he gets to 52 and his jaw hits the floor and he's like, that's hotter than I could have imagined. And I'm like, yeah. And so we finished dinner. We're going to head out to this other area to do dessert. We get to his car. And I look at him and I'm like, you know what? You just need to kiss me. And we started going to town in his car and realized really quickly we needed to get a room. So we did. And that guy cracked me open for three hours straight. <laughs> and 
it was crazy. I mean, we laughed so hard afterwards because he was also in this space of uh, he'd broken up with, he and his girlfriend had broken up and COVID had hit and he had to move back in with his family because to live in California is absurdly expensive and, you know, he couldn't afford paying rent on his own and so he was you know he was licking his wounds and i'm like you know stella's got her groove back and you know it just it was awesome we just we had a great time and we spent three four months connecting you know every other week or so either you know getting an airbnb for the weekend or getting a room for the night and just like rocking each other's world it was crazy uh and eventually you know that kind of burned out like i think we it run its course. Yeah. He was starting, he was going to go back to school and his schedule was going to change. And I just felt like, you know, let's leave on a high note. Let's just let this ride. And so we agreed to kind of part ways amicably. It wasn't, you know, like a, a bad blood thing. And, you know, we still followed each other uh, on social media and poked in and said hi every now and again. And, and then but what it got me thinking was that I need to get on some platforms and start just looking for younger men. That's my jam. I They're easy to hang out with. They don't want to put a ring on my finger. They don't want to move. You know, there's no uh, there's no gray area. It is what it is. It's and that's how carnal. they feel about you, by the way. The younger guy yeah, that wants just, the older woman, it's for the same reason. So it's the yes. perfect match if that's why yeah, you're going the after them. Yeah. dynamic, yes, yeah. is mm-hmm. all about, you know, and I, I can't get pregnant. You know, yeah. I've had a tubal. I, I, I've had my kids. I don't want their money. Yeah. I don't want anything from them. I want to spend time with them when time allows, with no strings attached. As long as everyone's safe and consensual and doing the right thing, you know, then it's all good. Yeah. And so I did. I got on some different apps, Bumble, Hinge, went back on the vanilla apps, not really knowing about uh, like Field, which is what I'm on as well. Yeah. You know, I'm on there uh, and not knowing about FetLife at that point. And get on there and I, I start, you know, hanging out with a couple different younger guys and it's super fun. And then uh, I get hit up by this guy down in San Diego and I was laughing. I'm like, that's far, man. I have a friend that calls it a a, a big carbon footprint. <laughs> <laughs> so the carbon footprint was pretty enormous, you know, 400 miles away. But we talked and we jived and we ended up, you know, talking for about a month, video calling and getting to know each other. Super cool guy. And so he ended up uh, flying up to Northern California and we spent a night together and had a great time. And it was perfect. We just really got along great. He, uh, the dynamic between us was easy. And so we just agreed to, you know, keep seeing each other when time allows. I have family down in San Diego. Uh, I'm actually moving down there to be near family uh, when my younger daughter graduates next year from high school. So there was this whole, you know, kind of like, wow, like, I feel like, you know, maybe we were supposed to meet. And, and since then, you know, he's become one of my best friends. Uh, we do have a cuck hot wife dynamic, although it's from afar, unless we're together. And we're both switches. So I can be uh, submissive. I can also be dominating, just depending on, you know, what the mood inspires. Uh-huh. But my greatest kink is just, you know, showing up at a stranger's hotel room 
in as much as I don't know them yet, right? I've, I've met them online and I've vetted them and everyone's tested and, you know, clean and, you know, we're, we're doing all the right things in that, you know, capacity, but I show up and I just get treated like a whore. I love just, I mean, I'll, I'll tell them, answer the door with, you know, your pants down and I'll drop to my knees and just take you in my mouth right there in the hallway. I, I just love feeling completely whorish and used and uh, like a little fuck toy. That's my kink. That's and, your turn on. Yeah. And I talked to this woman that runs a, a great sex shop out where I live and she was saying that oftentimes women that are boss women in their vanilla life, you know, I run a company, I run, yeah. a, you know, I have my own career uh, there. I am the shot caller. I, I, you know, manage people, I manage big numbers uh, all the time. And so when I get into the bedroom, I just want to let loose and I don't want to think about it. I want someone to take control. And I like feeling used. I like that that feeling of being a vessel for someone else's pleasure. Mm -hmm. And so, but didn't really start tapping into that until I met my cuck. And so he encouraged, you know, a lot of different things for me to try. And I did. And it was just awesome because he was more well-versed in, I would say, more current avenues of kink than I was. How old is uh, he? Although... He's 33. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he's, you know, about 20 years younger than I am. And he and I play as couples. Uh, we'll do full couples swap. We have a, another couple we play with uh, when we can all get our schedules to align. Uh, she actually has become my girlfriend. Oh, that's she's your girlfriend. To my, yeah. She's connected to my profile on FET as my sister. Uh, just meeting my sister in play. But yeah, we're fully into each other. We we uh, rock each other's world uh, entirely. It's just, I love spending time with her and uh, we just turn each other on completely. So super fun hanging out with her and her husband. He's also connected to my set profile. He's uh, a play partner of mine. And so when the four of us get together, it's off the charts. We vibe so well and it's rare to really have that connection as two couples. Yeah. So we have a great time doing that. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Uh, we also play in threesomes. He likes to see me uh, gang banged. We've been to sex clubs where I just literally have a line of people at the bed and I just keep taking cock after cock after cock again safely. You know, you go to places like that. Everyone is wrapped up. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing that raw. So, you know, lots of again, you just safety first always uh, and then kink. And so it's just been amazing. Like I, I just, again, there's this liberating moment where you just realize you've lived your whole life under a social construct that you had no say in. You just subscribe to it because society says it has weight and merit and it's meaningful. Yeah. And that social construct is 
you know, you go to school, you graduate, you marry, you have kids, you take care of the kids, you be a good wife, you be a good housekeeper, you do all the right things as a woman, right? And of course, you know, my girls are growing up in a generation where all of that's been turned upside down and inside out and on its ear. And I'm thankful for that. Yeah. But it's hard to shake something that becomes the fabric of your being. So here I am at 54, waking up and saying, fuck, man, I have lived my whole life for others, for others idea of how I should be in the world. Right. And I'm fucking done. I'm just not going to do it anymore. I'm so happy finding myself sexually this way. You know, I don't see myself ever being monogamous again. Mm -hmm. I don't see myself ever being, and that's not to say I'm not going to be in a relationship or be committed to someone. Right. It just means that that person is going to need to be okay with how I move through the world sexually. And I imagine if I'm with that person, you know, it's going to go both ways. So I'm just thoroughly enjoying exploring all of this and, yeah, it's just, you know, I, I, to the point where, you know, I'm now in contact with a handful of young men ages, you know, 20 to 40 mm-hmm. that just have become regulars. You know, I've got maybe three or four locally to me that just rock my world. And I see them, you know, when I can, again, I, I gotta be a breadwinner too. So, you know, I run my career and, and, it's not always easy to find time to meet. And then I get a lot of people flying in to meet with me and I'll come visit them at their hotel room. I get guys coming into the area for business. Uh, When I travel, I'll sometimes put a a shout out on FET, say I'm going to be in your area, hit me up. I had a great experience in uh, Arizona. I was actually out there. I was invited to be the officiant of a dear friend's Uh, son's wedding Mm -hmm. and they put me up in a great hotel in the Scottsdale area and I put a call out for someone to come play with me one of the nights I was there and I met a dom and he came with his kit and you know completely restrained me and and I was you know on the spreader bars and gagged and handcuffed and he just completely used me for about four hours straight the night before I, uh, I officiated this wedding. Oh and, imagine the people, yeah. like, I'm assuming you're in like maybe a five-star hotel and like, just imagine the people in the other room, they have no idea what's all the paraphernalia and all the shit that's going down in the room next you door. Know, <laughs> it, it's just the best. Uh, I love it. I mean, there's something so appealing about, uh, like you said, living that double life. So, you know, uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to say, you know, when I go out into the world, just as a me, vanilla me, I don't get looked at it. I do. I get hit on all the time. I get hit on. Right. You don't look like a Pollyanna. Like, Like, it's not like you present as a, you know, a school marm or anything. I mean, you do look hot and sexy, right? Yeah. I like being sexy. Mm -hmm. I have no, I've I've been sexy since the day I can remember. I remember people telling me I was sexy when I was a teenager, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, and I, and again, I felt dirty and weird with that back then. And now I love it. I have no problem with someone calling that out. I'm fine with that. I'll say, thank you. I don't shy away from that. I also, uh, love beauty and sexy. And I tell people when I think they're sexy, male, female, non-binary, you name it, anyone. If I find someone sexy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know. So, you know, I just, I don't, 
I don't shy away from that. But there is something really hot about being out in the world and doing these vanilla things. (laughs) And at the same time, knowing how naughty I'm going to be that night. Right. Knowing you're all pierced and you have this tattoo. I mean, you have a lot of like you really do have this whole other thing. You're like Superman walking around sometimes or Clark Kent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pop into the phone booth and bam, <laughs> hot wife, vixen, slut, whore. <laughs> I need a, I need a cape. I mean, I even had one of the people I work with in my industry, and my industry is kind of uh, elaborate. There's lots of different, uh, you know, subcontractors, so to speak, that yeah. I work with. Mm-hmm. Found me on. Oh, kick. really? Yeah, and he hit me up, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you know you know what this platform's about, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, so why are you on here? And he's like, well, you know, this happened and this happened and this couple wanted me to communicate with them. So I'm going to communicate with them here. And then I saw you and I couldn't believe I was seeing you. And I'm like, so what do you think about that? And he's like, I want to fuck you. I'm like, good, because I want to fuck you. And it was funny because, you know, the guy's hot and I, he's, I've had him in my periphery for, you know, four years working together periodically, but I didn't go there because it's, it's not professional, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I gotta, yeah. I, I, career comes first. You know, I can't sabotage my ability to be a breadwinner. Yeah. And here he is finding me and saying, we had a lot of banter. We still have not had time to hook up yet, but it was so fun. He said, you know, he's, he was funny because he said, God, I can't tell you how many times I've fantasized about you. And I'm like, <laughs> really? I'm like, I had no idea. And he said, no, really. Every time you walk into the room, it was hard to not, you know, just go, you know, fucking crazy on you. And I'm like, I had no idea. You you're so good at, at hiding that. Yeah, being professional. He said, well, He's no as idea. professional as you. I mean that yeah. at least he kept those boundaries up. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been spotted too. I actually got spotted at the airport the other day. I was up in Portland and happened to just be on set very briefly before I boarded the plane, answering uh, you know, a, a response to a message. And all of a sudden as I'm doing that, a message comes in and it's the title is I'm in line behind you at the gate at the airport. No way. And I sit, you know, bolt upright. I'm like, what? And I'm, I'm like, where are you? And, and the guy tells me where he is. And I look over my shoulder and he waves. I'm like, no fucking way. And then, you know, he says, oh, can I sit with you when we board? I'm like, uh-uh, I need to sleep. I'm tired. You know, I'm not in that realm right now. I'm vanilla me, but yeah. I, you know, I appreciate you you know, honoring that. And he totally did. It's super young guy. When we landed, he came and found me and was just gushing. And it was funny. He was excited. And his thing was feet. He wanted to see my pretty feet. And I had flip flops on. So I'm like, look away. And then he's just like, <laughs> you know, stuttering, stuttering. I'm like, do you just want a hug? He's like, yeah. <laughs> so I hugged him. Uh, it was, and I got spotted at the movie theater. I got spotted at the grocery store. So it's kind of becoming a thing. And again, it's funny as long as people know that, you know, when I'm with other people out in public, chances are I'm in my vanilla world. And so to be, you know, mindful of that and to not be stupid about it. Well, let me ask you this. If you're getting spotted, does that mean that you're putting your face in all of these pics on Fat Life and stuff? Like, are you that bold? Yeah, I'm fully visible. I'm really riding the line. I'm not anonymous. Interesting. and, and, you know, I think part of it, too, is, my, you know, my daughters and I are very open, sex-positive family. Yeah. We've been through a lot together. 
The divorce was brutal. It was not fun for anyone. Uh-huh. Uh, I wished it hadn't been, but it was. And and so the three of us, you know, have gotten to a place where we're, you know, again, there's always that TMI factor. And but I'm grateful that they're willing to be open and feel comfortable enough with me to talk about things. But there's a threshold. You know, they know I like younger men. They know uh, for them, anyone under 30 is taboo because it's too close to their ages. You know, they're they're older teenagers. Yeah. Uh, one of them is almost 20. And so 30 is their threshold. So I don't, you know, I don't talk about the younger, youngers. But, you know, I'll say I'm going out on a date with a 35-year-old. And they've, they know my cuck. They know him to be uh, my primary. So, uh, and they know I'm open. They know I'm monogamous, non-monogamous. They know I'm poly that I don't uh, settle down right now, that it's not what I'm into. Right. So all of that kind of terminology is on the table with them. Uh, what they don't know is about my, you know, my basic uh, uh, success as an amateur porn star at this <laughs> point, right? Yeah. And so, you know, and, and were they to find out about it, you know, uh, we'd have to have a discussion about it. And I'm sure it, to some extent would be troublesome to them. But at some point, you know, my younger daughter is going to, she's very close to being a legal adult and the other one is, and we're all adults, you know, we're making decisions. And, you know, what I would say to that is uh, I understand that it's, you know, maybe troubling and I would say, don't look at it. Right. Don't go there. Right. This isn't something you need to see. If you don't want to see it, you have a choice. And so uh, just like they don't have me on their private stories on their social media, they don't want me to see certain things. I'm fine with that. I'm not a helicopter parent. I don't find out where my kids are 24 seven. I didn't grow up with that. God, I think if social media had been a thing when I was, you know, their age, I, I don't even know what would have happened to yeah. all of us. That oh my God. The crazy. shit that we did, our parents did not pay attention to us back then. It's no, very I mean, different. We yeah. Thrown out. <laughs> And left. I mean, my parents, my mom, when she was divorced, didn't know where I was 90% of the time. Yeah, my parents Maybe too. because she didn't know or because I didn't tell her the truth, right? And so anyway, I, you know, so yeah, I do worry a little bit about my kids finding out. My career is such that uh, I, it's my own, I'm my own business. Yeah. Uh, if people found out about it, yeah, I could see it hindering that. And at the same time, uh, there's an avenue that I'm wanting to explore in my career that marries both kink and what I do in my vanilla life. Oh, really? Yeah. And, you know, I'll, I mean, I can, just, I can just say it. I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah, because I kind of know to... what you do. And I'm wondering how you relate right. that. I'm like, are so, you building like, you know, rooms? Sex rooms. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so my whole thing right now is I'm really intrigued with designing sex rooms. There's a show on, on Netflix, How to Build a Sex Room. It's, yeah. It's a little right. kitschy. Yeah. But it's good. It's good. And and I and I like uh, again, I think we're living in an area where sex posit- positivity is really being touted and yeah. championed. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, so I think yes. that's finally, you know, it should be right. I, that whole puritanism, uh, you know, social construct way of being uh, if it's working for someone, I'm not going to sit here and judge. I, you know, I, I'm not going to throw stones at something. You're not that, like everyone you know, needs might... to be like you. It's just you, at least yeah, now yeah. someone like you can honor that part of themselves yeah, and be that honor way. It yeah. And not feel guilty or yeah, weird about it. Right. And, you know, I just, uh, it's funny, you know, my mom's 80 and, and she knows I'm dating younger. She's met my cuck, uh, doesn't know that is our dynamic. Yeah, she yeah, knows yeah. I date other people though. And, 
And she says, well, you'll settle down soon. You know, you'll meet someone and you'll settle down. And I said, you know what? I can't say I will or I won't. I, I don't future trip on it too much. Right now, I'm just, you know, going to be in the moment. Yeah. But I will say this. I don't really know that settle down is a word that works for me. I think settle down sounds like someone that needs to be tamed mm -hmm. or caged. And and I, I don't need any of that, you know. And she goes, oh, well, you know, and for her, you know, she grew up in an area where if you didn't get married out of college, uh, you'd be, you know, a spinster by the time you were 30. Totally. And, you know, and if you didn't marry, you didn't have financial security. Yes. Right. So, uh, and again, those social constructs typically are meant to oppress one kind of group of people. So whatever, I, it's just interesting to have these conversations with the different generations in my life and how I've had to kind of dance around what they see and what they don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right? Because you got your kids in one generation, right, on one side. They're in that generation. You grew up in one. And then your mother's another person who grew up in a totally different time, right? It was even worse when she was being raised. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, if she found out about all of this, I think it would just break her heart. It would be hard. And so I almost worry more about that than anything. To be honest, I, I can't imagine she will find out about it, that it's just uh, not you know, I, that overlap, that Venn diagram doesn't exist. But, uh, you know, I, again, if someone that my kids know found me and didn't choose to be discreet about it, that could be a problem. But uh, so far, so good. Well, when you say <laughs> like, I'm kind of like an infamous porn star or something, is, is it because of what you're like, what are, because I know that you are starting an OnlyFans. It'll be up and running when this episode airs. Like, what yep. do you do on FedLife that got you so much attention besides, like, is it a lot of videos of you? Do you like performing yeah. people watching you? Like, what are you moving towards? Yeah. I mean, I have a ton of, you know, so a ton of over 300 photos of, uh, toys, penetration, you know, facials, blowjobs, you know, cream pies, you name it, just me in all of my glory, flaunting my kinkiness. And then I have a ton, of, I think I have over 70 video clips of different, you know, iterations of toys and play partners. And, you know, the other day I took a young man's anal virginity and we filmed it and I posted it. So Would, I have did a ton, you peg him or just like with a toy? Uh, no, I, I took his, his anal virginity penetration. Like, so you pegged him. Like, I mean, you had yeah, no, it. No, right, right. no, no. He pegged me. <laughs> so he'd never done anal. Oh, oh so, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see this thing. Yeah. yeah. So no, no, it wasn't that way around, but okay. he had never, he'd never uh, had a woman's ass. And ah. so I said, Hey, do you want to try this? And and he was happy to I no, no, or I don't have to. And I said, well, it, you know, I'm, I'm, I love it and I'm good to go. I prepped. So if you want it, it's yours. And we were in the moment. And next thing you know, I was like, bam. I'm like, did I just take your anal virginity? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. And and you can hear us kind of talk about it. You're always videotaping. Is that what you're doing when you're yeah. having these, uh, these yes. meeting with people? Absolutely. I don't show my partner's faces unless they don't mind. Uh, that couple that are connected to my account and my cuck, the four of us, uh, show our faces and are in agreement that uh, we can do that. But we always get consent with each other. I never post anything that I don't have someone's consent. Yeah. Most of my partners want to be tagged. They want to be connected to the video. They want people to know that they fucked me. And 
I love that. I get off on that. So yeah, you know, my anonymity is out the window. There's not a lot of anonymity there. Uh, the OnlyFans account, you know, I'm going to work on it this weekend and load some content and then start to, you know, really film seriously longer footage. Like I, I load 30 second clips or 90 second clips or two minute clips, but I'm going to start loading full clips of, you know, intense sessions uh, on the OnlyFans. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Now with I'm your cock, does he also like, are you a little bit of a cock queen yourself? Like, do you like for him to go and fuck other women and tell you about yeah. it? Right. I love it. And I love hearing about it. He doesn't get as many photos or videos. He, uh, he, he can periodically and it, he'll always tell me and, you know, sometimes he'll just surprise me with a, a video or, you know, a, a photo, but yeah, I, I, I love so I love sex. I love watching people fuck. I love fucking. I love being in the middle of a bunch of bodies. I being in, you know, it's just I love it all. Mm-hmm. Now that the again, the caveat to that is I am a slut and I have standards. So, <laughs> you know, that's my that's my dialectic. I'm I'm selective, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Just because I, I can take 14 guys in a night doesn't mean I didn't vet them out. Right. Uh So, you know, I get hit up a lot. My inbox is always full on fat. I don't always get to it in a timely manner, but I do try and get through it and, and I'll get hit on and I send me a face pic. I'll let you know. And if it's not my jam, it's not my jam. And I just say, Hey man, you know, thanks for the pic. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm going to pass though, have fun out there and stay safe. You know, and I don't want to be mean, but, you know, we're out there, we're vulnerable, we're putting our stuff out there. It's not like we're all sitting around twiddling our thumbs trying to, you know, be coy. It's really clear about what I'm looking for in my portfolio. I'm crystal fucking clear about what I want. I want them young. I want them tall. I want them good looking. And I want them, you know, thick, long and hard. That's what I want. BBC, BWC, you name it. As long as they kind of fall in that description, What's I'm good. BWC? Oh, big, B, white, big cock. white cock. Yeah. Okay, but you, so, so you are a size queen. White, I'm you, a size queen. Yeah. I don't mind uh, average size, especially when they can use it. Uh-huh. Uh, I will say my girlfriend and her husband are around my age, so they're older than I typically like, and they're hot as fuck and in better shape than I am. So, you know, age is really a number yeah. and I get that. But again, my kink too is for these younger guys. I love rocking these younger guys world. I love uh, fulfilling a fantasy. Again, the guy who's, you know, anal virginity I took by him taking my asshole uh, had never been with an older woman. And so I kind of checked two boxes for him and that was hot, you know, and he was amazing he fucked me so well just you know gorgeous thick curved cock hot body he's a he's a rock climber so he's super fit had an amazing accent i mean it was yummy so yay me (laughs) and you said you're poly so like you know copping feelings is this happening like on your end ever is there anyone that you have an emotional connection with uh yeah oh yeah i mean i would say my cuck and you know my girlfriend yeah i totally you know i i love them they're you know Mm -hmm. and and her hubby you know those are my people right that's my inner circle yeah and uh we all play together my cook and her hubby are not by they but they don't mind being in 
group or MMF play. Yeah. They're fully comfortable with that, but they're not, you know, getting pegged or, you know, taking cock uh, in that manner. And, you know, I have a couple other play partners that I really, really adore. And yeah, yeah I love them. So, and they know that. And they, you know, I, and I'm really clear about that. I, I'm not anyone's property. I'm not anyone's one thing. I can be a lot of things to a lot of people. And as long as everyone is clear about intention and what I, what they can give me and what I can give them, uh, then we have the right to choose if that's going to work for us or yeah. not, right? I've had people catch feelings and get really obsessive. And so sometimes I have to uh, cut it loose, you know, and say, hey, you're, if this isn't working for me. You're, you're really beginning to, you know, crowd me or corner me and, and I can't do that. Yeah. And uh, you know, I've, I've blocked people for that. And then they come find me, they create a new account, they weasel back in, you know, and then they, okay, look, I'll give you another chance. And I'm telling you, if we go down that path again, you, you're out. Yeah. So, uh, but for the most part, I've had really good experiences. I've had some weird experiences. There's always that catfishing aspect. If people don't have, uh, a photo on their profile of them that mm-hmm. I can see what they look like and they're not verified, I will ask for that. And if they don't want to get verified, you know, on set, you have to verify by holding up your government issued ID with your face. And oh, send interesting. In that photo I didn't know that. Admin. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you get a little, uh, little asterisk next to your your profile name that says you've been verified. If you don't do that, I will have you jump through some verification hoops one of my faves is having people hold up a sign that says, I'm going to destroy Fit Vixen's holes uh, to their <laughs> oh my face. God, you're so funny. Yeah, and I have a collection <laughs> of those images. I would never, ever in a million years use them against anyone. Of or, course. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I yeah. know it's not how I roll, yeah. but I, I love my collection. And I appreciate that people do that. You know, mm-hmm. hey, I, I'm putting myself out there, and I understand not everyone's going to put themselves out there in that manner. But if you want to meet me, I'm not going to sit and pretend that you're real until I know you're real. Um, I'm just surprised that they must be fucking mind blown. Their mind must be blown when they realize that you're real. Because I think a lot of times it's really hard to find real women on those sites, I would think. Oh, yeah. There's so many fakes. I mean, again, I got hit up about uh, six weeks ago from a bunch of people in Seattle saying, oh, my God, you're here. Can I fuck you? Can I fuck you? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I got one or two. I got one and, you know, I deleted. I'm like, I don't even know what they're talking about. And then I got like two or three more on FET. And then I'm like, tell me what you're seeing. And it was a person on field had sniped my photos and was calling themselves Jennifer. I don't know if they were male, female. I don't know who they were. But enough people that follow me on FET saw it on field and got excited. And (laughs) and I said, you know, that's not me. And I'm not one to sit here and think people haven't taken my photos and used them. I'm, you know, whatever, if that's what people need to do, then they can do it. Uh, But that's not me. And can you, you know, report that profile and it got taken down pretty quick. So that was good. You know, that's the thing about the internet. Once you put it out there, it's not yours anymore. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of us have a a disclaimer on our FET profile warning, any institutions, blah, blah, blah. My pictures are mine. You do not have my permission to copy or, you know, forward or send or keep. Well, come on. That's just, you know, uh, I guess if it came to litigation, that might be helpful. But no one's no one's (laughs) no one's reading that and honoring it. 
you know, in the way we would hope. Right. You're um, like realistic. Like, you know that you could put that in there, but if it doesn't, yeah. you're not, not going to become litigious over someone that doesn't yeah. follow it because you'd be going crazy. I mean, you'd have no fun because <laughs> you'd just be taking yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. It's a waste yeah, of your time. I, you've got to be, and I, but I get that. And then I get why people are careful and I get why people, you know, uh, school teachers, for instance, I've played with an elementary school teacher. He cannot be on there, right? And yeah. so he verified with me in a way that was suitable. And once I know I'm going to meet with someone, I will move the convo away from FET into a easier platform to communicate on. Uh-huh. And I try and not uh, do texting because I use that for work. And my greatest fear is I go to totally. send someone and I hit the wrong. Imagine. Right? And I don't use Snapchat because that's where I communicate with my daughters. So same issue. So I have other platforms I communicate on. And once we're there, then we can, you know, have the conversations that are a little easier to break down and be a little more uh, loose about, you know, content and what you're sending each other and, and whatnot. But, you know, I have no desire whatsoever to make anyone's life miserable. I am drama free. The second I detect drama, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I get asked to be people's unicorns and I get asked to, to people want to cheat on their wife with me because she's vanilla and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, I get all that. And I, I just uh, when when there's a dynamic where someone has the potential of being hurt right. or or. I'm going, it, you know, it could come back on me in that negative way. And I'm going to be careful with that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not one to sit here and go, I, I, people do different things for different reasons, no judgment, but I got to be careful. You know, I and so when you to... say that some people want unicorns, sometimes that could be a red flag for you because sometimes those couples maybe don't know what they're getting into. Yeah, like why? Well, yeah. And I've done the unicorn thing and it's worked out, but uh, it, there's a lot of, oftentimes it's the guy, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, reaching out, the guy's managing the profile and you start to talk to the girl or she's not present or doesn't want to be involved. And that's a red flag for me Yeah, because that my, the message to me is he's way more invested than she is and she might just be doing this to please for him. him. Right. Uh, I've been in those shoes. That's kind of where my husband and I were when we started and then I quickly got comfortable with it and realized I, you know, could could manifest it in the way I needed it to be. Yeah. I think one of my greatest differences from then and now is I'm running my own accounts now and I have all the agency to make it happen or not. And I love having that control. Right. I don't I don't want to give that to anyone else. I don't want people finding me dates. You know, I've got so many people hitting me up. They want to be my cuck. They want to find me lovers. They want to film. They want to watch. They want to clean up. And I'm like, I love that dynamic. I love that. That turns me on. And I just don't want to give that much. uh, I don't want to give that much of me away to someone else. You know what I mean? I don't want to give that much power to someone else over me. So I'm a little tentative about that. I was going to say, like, what do you think is the difference between, because like, listen, at 30, when you were married, you did get into that world, right? You were in, you you became a swinger with your husband and it just seems like you really came into your own so many years later when you're doing it by yourself. Do you think it was just like, you were just too young to really figure out all these things about yourself? And, you know, what do you think is the difference in, in that way too? Because it sounds like you didn't really realize you were into all of this stuff till now. Even though you were very open back then. Yeah. And, you know, I always knew I was 
intrigued and into it. Like, yeah, I'm a what's called a shapeshifter uh-huh. on the what's it called? It's I'm going to forget the name of it. It's a measure of what turns you on yeah. and everything turns me on sight, sound, smell, you name it. Like if it's erotic, it turns me on. And so I have this Pavlovian response to porn and and, you know, Playboy. And I remember finding a bunch of Playboys in a field once. Uh, behind my house uh-huh. when I was about 13 and going back there for hours at a time, pouring over them, being so turned on by these erotic images of women. Yeah. And so, you know, those kinds of things have always been in my periphery, but again, feeling shame for it. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I think um, when I was in my thirties, the dynamic, the male, female, male dynamic, or the, the gangbang dynamic, or the, you know, that, more male to female ratio dynamic wasn't on the table with my husband. Right. He was, he was narcissistic. Yeah. He wanted to be worshiped by two women. He wanted, you know, he wanted two women to go down on him and to be fucking two women at the same time. And I get, I love that. You know, my girlfriend and I, we play and we, you know, there's a great video of I'm on top of her. We're stacked with our asses in the air and there's a guy going in between our holes. Like, bam, 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 oh, yeah, I bam. forgot what that's called. Someone on the Housewives was talking about that. Yeah, what it's called. yeah there's a name. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm sure there's a name for it, right? And, yeah. and so, you know, I love that. But uh, he wasn't into that. So I didn't really get to tap into that so much. Yeah. And like I said, you know, the swinger lifestyle, the full couple swap, it's a crapshoot when it works because invariably it just takes one person to be off or not into it or the dynamic between one couple to be off that night and it can throw everything you know askew so it I just wasn't having the same experiences that I have now I also wasn't fully invested in trying things and just not worrying about you know uh Actually, again, I feel no shame about this. Yeah, I feel right. You would have probably back then, right? Yes, I was still feeling like, is this weird? You yeah. know, and you know, even we, you know, when my daughter was young, uh, my first daughter was born, we were still playing up until I got pregnant with my second daughter, mm-hmm. and it was weird. Like we would get a babysitter to go out and swing, and I was like, is that weird? You know? and, <laughs> yeah. and now I'm like, fuck. If I was the me I am now in my thirties, oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, you know, it would have been crazy. But again, you know, it's balance. You you you, you got to f- do what's right for you in that moment. And I I thought I was doing what was right for me and my family in that moment. And but like uh, you're, you're a shapeshifter in life in general. I mean, that's like, I mean, I think it's more normal for people to grow and change than to stay the same your whole fucking life. Whereas some people think like when someone changes, like it's so bizarre, like people can't wrap their head around weird, yeah. it, you know, where to me, that's like more normal. That's like what life's supposed to be about, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we burn down, we burn down and rise. And, yeah. and I think giving ourselves permission to reinvent ourselves, mm-hmm. that things don't have to be linear that exploration is just that it's an adventure and and if something doesn't work you chalk it up to an experience my cock and i have had some funny experiences where you know we have a code word when we go to play as a couple yeah what we'll, is it we'll i love the code, code words word. uh i'm it, i'm not gonna say it oh, okay. because i don't want to <laughs> blow it out of the water oh so yeah much you're here. right <laughs> but, you know, we have a we have a way and it's not always the same thing but it's usually based on an idea and and it sounds very natural to talk about it in conversation or bring it up. It doesn't sound awkward all of a sudden. Like, why are they bringing that up? And because if we're ready to go, we're ready to go. Yeah. And, or if we get somewhere and it, the the couple that we're meeting is not what we thought or there's a vibe that doesn't work for one of us, 
you know, we are peace out, see ya, you know, not going to happen. So, you know, there's measures in place to kind of uh, make sure that everyone's comfortable. No one's feeling like uh, they have to take one for the team, <laughs> so to mm-hmm. speak. Yeah. 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 It's good. You know, the dialogue is important. Boundaries are important. Consent is consent's number one. And the safety. Um, you said you're very safe yeah. with that, right? Mm-hmm. Testing. Yeah. Test regularly. Keep my tests on my phone. Ask that my partners do the same. Wear condoms when that's not, you know, something that works out. Yeah. And, it, you know, just knowing that uh, it's, you know, as long as everyone is playing in a realm that they feel comfortable in, then we're all adults and that should just be okay. And if someone has a problem with that, if someone out in my vanilla career and life and world judges that, I'm sorry for them. That's, right. But that's their judgment. That's not my problem. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not my problem. Right. And you're cool with that. I mean, you're very clear with that. So why don't you give a shout out to like all of your stuff? I mean, if someone's on FetLife, they might already know you. Like, who are you on FetLife? Do you want to give that out? So that. Yeah, yeah. sure. So on FetLife, I'm fit hyphen vixen. Fit hyphen vixen. So capital F and then IT hyphen capital V I-X-E-N. So Fit Vixen, mm-hmm. uh, based in Northern California. I'm also on Twitter as Fit Vixen without the hyphen. And I, I think it's at the real Fit Vixen. So uh, I'm on Twitter. OnlyFans will be the same name, although I got to get on there and hopefully it's not taken. Uh, so uh I will be listing my OnlyFans on my Twitter and on my FetLife. And by the uh, time I'm going to hold off on airing this until that's definitely up and running and you have everything. Yeah, I need to reach out to the peeps that have contributed and make sure they're cool with it. Yeah. So I'll be doing that this week. And then I, you know, there I get hit up by content creators all the time. They want me to be a part of their account. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to embark on that. I'm super excited. I, I love the idea of just kind of going to the next level. I think it's time. Yeah, and it's obvious that you're going to go to the next level because look what happened on Fat Life without you even trying. Like that's gonna what's what's gonna happen on OnlyFans too. Do you oh, know I, mean? I hope so. Won't that be fun? <laughs> well, let me just tell you because listen, I see a lot of these content creators out there. A lot of people hit me up to be on my show, and uh, there's uh, like there's. It's not like a lot of people are just like doing it for the money. A lot of people are doing it for different kind of reasons. I think the ones who are like you, the women, and I've had them on my show who just love sex and are doing it for that reason uh, are the ones that rise to the top. And they're, and that's because it's just like it's fucking real shit, you know, and that's what people I think are really looking for. I mean, you know, why not monetize and go onto OnlyFans and do it? I mean, but it's not like you're doing it because you want to go on there and you want to make money. You know what I mean? You just it's, happen to yeah, love it's sex. It's not going to be my breadwinning, right? Exactly. Like I have a career. I make good money. But I will say this. I have started to spend time on this. Like this isn't. You um, have to. You know, yeah. So you spend hours, you know, photo shoots and video shoots. And, and again, it's all fun. I mean, it's not, it's not work when you're fucking, I mean, I'll fuck all day long. My <laughs> libido went, I don't know what happened. I got dropped on my head in my fifties or something. Cause my libido is worse. Not even like it worse is a horrible word to use. It's, it's, it's stronger and more, you know, prevalent than any other age in my life. And that's I love crazy. it. I mean, I'm like, and that's again, a good match for younger men because their libido is just that's where they're at you know, off the charts. Right. So that match is really great. 
yeah, you know, I, 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 I earn my money in other ways, but uh, I do spend time on this and I do spend money on toys and uh, sometimes hotel rooms. And so, you know, it, it, it would be good to kind of recoup some of this. Why not? And, exactly. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why People not? are enjoying it. I'm all for, you know, making new content and, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it does. I'm, I, I will get it all set up this weekend and then I'll send Do you it. an yeah. email with the links to everything. I think you're going to rise to the top just like you did at Fet Life. It's just going to be the same thing. I'm going to, you know, give you a shout out in the intro. Make sure to sa- send me. Uh, your link and your name and everything when it's up and running. I won't post this until it is, right? So you could get awesome. all the people yeah. signing yeah, up. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. I would love that. Now, I could use the pics you sent me, right? That Like the R-rated ones, I'll take your face out, right? Yep. Uh, for my Patreon. And then you can, if you could go on my Discord and post that picture of the of your pussy that you sent me. Like, that's a yeah, great one for my Discord. Person. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could, I'll give you, I'll send you the link when it's up and you could go on the, on there for free. You could, you know, introduce yourself that you just call in my page. There's like 600 people on there now. And you could also promote your OnlyFans there as well. And you get, you know, you're, you do that all yourself. So you could put up whatever you want, Perfect. but that pick will be awesome. great for people to see. Thank you so much for calling in. I also give a shout out on FetLife that you're on my show. That would be great. Cause I'll get other people oh, calling so in. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, believe me, I've sent your show to half a dozen people. I'm like, you got to listen to this. Oh my God. I love I love it. I, I love have vanilla it. friends that know about, I have a couple of women friends that know about my dalliances and they're my uh, ride or die. You know, I let them know where I'm going. I send them the oh, information the persons, yeah, before I go. But I will say this, you know, all these platforms, you know, I know that you can do like Linktree and all of that. I, I'll, I'll come up with that at some point, but I will do the shout out to, you know, Strictly Anonymous in a, in a post. Yeah, do you want great. me to send you a few more images that are more R and not x-rated uh yeah i mean i have those two the two that you said you i think you sent me three in the email like one was that pussy shot which i can't which i won't put up because that's definitely yeah. x-rated that's great for my discord yeah. but the other two where you're like most women like are rated to me is like lingerie bras pants like you know the stuff yeah. that the other two you sent me were cool if you have more that'd be great like the the more the better like uh, you know the the people on my patreon love to sort of put a body or whatever to the episode yeah. so if you have a couple yeah. more to send that'd be awesome yeah yeah and i'm fine with my face it's all over the place so. oh okay so then uh, great yeah. i mean i don't need you to be anonymous that's that's your choice so i was gonna say that maybe because you do on your fet life you have it and my patreon is private people have to pay to be on there so i will put those pictures just as you sent them to me up so that'll be awesome absolutely yeah and i'll send you a couple more i'll send you a couple more awesome. when we're done with you're this. the best and then uh send you all the information yeah yeah thank you so much what i love talking to you i love your show it's fantastic keep doing what you're doing no and you too i love i think listen i think a lot of women get to the point that you do and maybe it's not like oh they become so free in their sexual life right like for you that's the part of your life where you you know lived out now but I think women go through this a lot where they feel like they just want to focus on themselves and maybe it's another area of their life where they live that but I just think it's amazing and it's uh it's a story that other women can relate to like I said even if it's not like they're not living out that way you know I think women get to a certain place where they just want to live for themselves and that's what you're doing and I think it's anyway yeah go be an artist go yeah be a singer, exactly be whatever a you whatever Dance. you put aside because you yeah. have to have kids yeah, and, yeah whatever yeah. it is mm-hmm. but find yourself right and it might just happen to be uh 
kinky sexually. <laughs> yeah, you're always that sexy girl. Like you said, I always say like, you know, to me, sexy has always been someone that likes sex. I mean, that just oozes yeah. out of somebody, you know? Yeah. That was yeah. you. You've always been that way. You just fucking love sex, you know? And that's why that that's the part of your life you're reclaiming now, you know? Like I said, I think women, it happens in different areas. But for you, it's that. And it's great that you're honoring it. And I just think it's, you know, uh, it's uh, interesting. It's a great story. So thanks so much for calling in and sharing it I think it'll be inspiration for other women to think you know inspirational yeah, for other women that. to hear and for all yeah. of your FetLife fans to hear your fucking story you know what I mean like they'll, they'll love it they'll love it yeah. yeah awesome Kathy thank you so much thank you Candy send me those pics and and then send me the links when you got everything done I sure will okay, okay. cool bye okay, bye hey everyone thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode if you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.